Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flag Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. It's a Friday morning episode. Uh, it's on a Friday morning, unsurprisingly. Um, yeah, I'm still not well, Sam. I'm on like day 17 now of this fucking virus oh, fucking thing that I've ridiculous, got. ridiculous, isn't it? I'm so sick Get, of it now. It's taking the piss now. Fucking Sunak's Britain, mate. It, that's exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. It's, it's Once we get fucking Starmer in there, right, all this yeah. bullshit, these fucking elongated virus, viral infections and fucking what, and sh- shit in the water that and all local, of that stuff, yeah. we'll fucking, this time next year, if any luck, we'll be clear of all of that. The air will feel clearer. It'll be, yeah, it'll be lovely. Oh. The sun will shine every day. A new Jerusalem. Yeah. Um, Sunderland will get 105 points in the championship. Again, yeah, that was under That's, new that, labour, that was wasn't under it? New labour, yeah, yeah, ninety eight, ninety nine, or ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. Yeah, West Ham won the Intertoto Cup under new labour, mm-hmm. and uh, I went to that in Mets. It was it was a good good couple of days out on the continent. You're just constantly going to watch West Ham win European trophies, aren't you? I am. Yeah, Not can't stop. fucking stop. Can't stop. I think so, the, um, where's the final? I think it's Dublin next year for the Europa League. So oh, that's be nice. Exciting. That's handy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I've um, I've I've received some correspondence from um, uh, Mr. Bob Mortimer regarding mm. recovering from this this illness. Um, eat cake and twirls. It's the only way to defeat it. Eat cake and twirls. Cake and twirls. That's yeah. that's rich coming from the, the, him. When a few series ago on Gone Fishing, <laughs> he was like, I, "If I eat one bit of sugar, I'll die." That's Mr. Heart Bypass, Triple Bypass, yeah. And also, no liquids apart from Bovril. If you actually want to get well, he mm. says. So uh, there you go. I think things have changed. I think in his lifestyle since. Since that, I think uh, he probably. Heart, heart I think operation. if you have a heart attack, from I mean, my experience of that is like my dad had a double bypass. Um, must be over ten years ago now, and same sort of thing where he's like, at first he, um, at first he took up fencing. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Not as in putting fences up. As no, in the fucking sword fighting, mate. Sword fighting. <coughs> fucking hell. They said to him, they said to him, listen, right, you've got to start exercising. My dad's like a naturally slim type. He's the Teddy Sheringham type. Just don't have a fucking ounce of fat on him. Right? So he could have um, he he took up jogging. He could have took up badminton. Yeah. He could have yeah, yeah. took up fucking all sorts. I think someone bought cycling. him a bike. He never, he never got on that, and he, they really hassled him. And he said, "Oh fucking hell!" So in the end, he's gone. Oh, I was, uh, I'm near your house, and it's like, it's weird. He doesn't live near me at all. I thought, what's he doing in my house? I mean, to be honest, he, yeah, it was just a very strange thing. Mm. And I said, "Why were you near my house?" And there's a school 
near my house where he um he just googled he thought well i've got to do something and he googled fencing and the nearest sort of regular fencing club he could find took place in the evenings in a school near my house and he just revealed to me that he'd been fencing and he had one of those fucking cage helmets <laughs> so did he have like the fucking yeah. gear and the suit and the mask yeah. and everything one of those fucking cages you put on your head mate fuck me and he just said it really <clears throat> casually as if it was normal yeah i was around your way the other day not that he'd phrase it like that but it was like yeah i was, I was near your house why as I was going to call round, but I thought I probably didn't want to bother you. And I was like, fucking hell, good job. Because if there had been a knock on my door and I'd answered it and my old man had been stood there unannounced, I think I would have fucking <laughs> had a heart attack myself. Um, yeah, I, think, I don't know what went on. He, he, said, he said he attended weekly lessons. In, this was in direct response to the heart attack and the doctor saying, you have to be active. Because he was yeah. even sort of like, he got into that. He was very active when he was younger. He was a keen footballer, uh, better than any of me or my brothers. Really yeah. disappointing to him, I think, that none of us were as good as him on the football pitch. And then he and then he got into really into tennis, right? And he, like he loved tennis. He was, you know, he was an active guy. And then like in post sort of sixty or maybe even post fifty, he just fucking stopped and he wouldn't even walk down to get a paper in the morning. <coughs> He'd get in the fucking car to mm. drive five minutes down to the shop to pick up a pint of milk and a, and a paper, right? And uh, so the doctor that. said, you've got to sort this out, mate. And so he's, so he's fucking taken up fencing, all casual mm-hmm. like. And then he told me that he'd met a, a woman there, which is always, there's always a woman involved in any of my dad's stories, yeah. right? And they got on quite well and he started giving her a lift home as well, right? I'm passing your way, he claimed. I bet he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, started giving her a lift. Yeah. And then it fizzled out. And I think, I reckon, that once he realised that there was nothing doing with this girl he'd met, this fencing girl, he just thought, fuck that, I'm not driving all the way over there to do sword fighting <laughs> indefinitely. <laughs> so, but in his house, I think he still has the gear. I don't know if he's got a sword or not. Ooh. I did have to do a clear out at his house recently when he broke his arm and I couldn't locate the sword, but I did see the helmet. And I tried to hell. put it on, but he refused. Amazing. There was a fella who got done for cheating in the fencing in the Olympics in 1976. Wow. Have you heard this story before? No. He had, because had, you know that the fencing sword, the tip of it, it's like wired up. So if you make a contact with your opponent, yeah. beep, it makes a beep. Yeah, if, if yeah, it's brilliant. enough contact. And this, this Russian guy, uh, what was his name? Boris Onyshenko. Yeah. He had something, I think it was in the handle of the of the sword where he could just press a button and it would automatically no. beep. Fucking so he was winning every brilliant. every bout. Um, yeah. yeah, he had a switch. I'm looking at Wikipedia. A switch that allowed him to close <laughs> the circuit without depressing the tip of his weapon so he could register a touch without making any contact on his opponent. He was ejected from the competition, which forced the Soviet Union to scratch from the team event. A uh, British team went on to win the gold medal. And the best bit about all of it was, two months later, it was reported that uh, Onyshenko was called before Soviet leader Leonid Brezhnev for a personal scolding. (laughs) 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 That's strange because I would have assumed that Brezhnev would have been behind the whole thing. You'd think so, yeah. That that feels to me like state-sanctioned cheating, which 
Let's be honest, the Russians have got form on, They've haven't they? They've got a lot they? of form. He'd obviously gone rogue. He'd done it himself. And that, that's probably why he got the scolding, because he didn't do it within the confines of yeah. the uh, If you had let us know, we could have program. covered it up for you. Yeah. Oh, well, it's a very good idea, but it's not official. We do not sanction it. <laughs> Future, okay, get, uh, get that cleared by the Kremlin. Lifetime ban. Uh, f- fucking hell, that's, um, that's an amazing story. Yeah, so my old man, maybe I should have told him about that technique. He might have enjoyed it. I can imagine he wouldn't <coughs> be that keen on it if he wasn't winning regularly. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, going back to Bob, I think that's the thing. I think my dad did that and tried to eat more healthfully, etc. But mm. eventually, it gets. Eventually, I, feel, I reckon you do it for a few years and then you think to yourself, fucking hell, well, I haven't had a heart attack. So yeah. I might as well just go back <laughs> to like well, what like, I was like, like before. I saw Billy Connolly a few years ago saying, like, he eats white bread because white bread's the best. It tastes great. <laughs> yeah. he, doesn't eat, he doesn't eat wholemeal brown bread or anything like that because what difference is it going to make to the end of your life? It's going to be, you know, two months or something, and it's the two uh, months at the, the end. It's the white bread. It's, it's, the, it's the worst two months at the end when you're dying mm. anyway, so you might as well just die mm. a bit younger. Fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah. Get the white bread down, you get the bottle down, you get the twirls down, you. And, uh, yeah, and the darts are starting tonight as well, so that's a good time to... Uh, get on the bottle and the twirls I reckon and get back Sounds I mean I've been, I've been someone, someone I know recommended the, the concoction of hot boiling hot water mm. apple cider vinegar ginger mm. and oh, yeah. lemon juice and right. I've been I've been drinking that and it's disgusting and apple it's not cider vinegar is a remarkable cure-all well Bez swears by it doesn't he Bez fucking swears vinegar. by the stuff yeah. And once, when he was giving me his, the lecture that I told you about before, <laughs> and he was telling me how I could get away with not paying tax on my mortgage. Yeah. Was something he, he was subsequently close. charged and convicted of? Is that right? He he, he was, but it's like he, he doesn't... He got into a mess with it, yeah. I don't know. I, I've heard several versions of this. <laughs> like, he doesn't think he was, but yeah. there are other individuals who say that he was and that they were the ones who had to sort it out for... But yes, whatever. that's right. The, yeah. the point is... He was up close and personal with me ranting. I don't know whether he'd taken ecstasy. I suspect he had. But he mm. definitely had also taken some apple vi- uh, cider vinegar. When you get close to Bez, when you get close to Bez, the abiding memory is the smell of apple cider vinegar. I'm not mm. saying he smells awful. It's not a bad smell. It's mm. not like Sarsen's vinegar. It's overpowering. The apple aroma lends it a sweetness. Yeah. But it's very prevalent when you're close to Bez. Yeah. Very prevalent. I can't. I can't look at him now without thinking about that. Without thinking about what but, but the thing about him is, look at him. I mean, I don't know how old he is. He must be sixty, um, and he's. Uh, I reckon he looks pretty healthy in spite of everything. He's quite lean for his age. He's, you know, he looks like a healthy guy. So it's obviously he's, working. Yeah, he's a pretty good advert for um, intense drug consumption. I reckon. How old is he? Sixty. How old is he? I reckon sixty. Gotta be. Let's have a look. Bears age. Fifty nine. It's sixty in April. Yeah. And Sean sixty one. Bears lost his teeth at sixteen in a motorbike crash. I wasn't wearing a helmet, he says, and was spitting out crumbling bits of tooth for months afterwards. There was no damage to my brain, thankfully. But I still pretended I lost my memory when the police came, so I didn't have to tell them where I was staying. So there you go. Always um, thinking, always alert. 
talking of health and happy Mondays, I uh, I was telling you just before we came on over that I've just been writing an article for the Telegraph about gout, mm. the condition of. Um, well, very often it's just you, you associate with a massively inflated big toe. Rich living, isn't it? Yeah. Rich living. And they call it disease of kings, but it's it's not that. I mean, it doesn't help if you live a very excessive lifestyle. But then again, you could say that about fucking any illness, to be honest. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. will it help if I just get on the piss and eat loads of stilton and kidney every day? Probably not, no. You say that about anything, couldn't you? But... Um, yeah, so it's sort of mainly it's a it's a metabolic condition. Anyway, that's gout. I was doing one about testosterone, right? And there's this new thing that I'm sure you and I have talked about before. People are, you know, they call it the male menopause, blah blah blah. Mm. Low testosterone levels can have a lot of impacts on uh, negative impacts on you. They right. say, right? Right. And so a lot of people go in for testosterone patches or jabs. Okay. Yeah. Um, especially when they get to like age, middle age, like women, their estrogen levels drop. Men, their testosterone levels can drop. Yeah. So the paper asked me to write this, and they often say, "Can you get a case study?" Right. And that's the hardest thing to do. You can get experts, no problem. But sometimes, if it's short notice, to find like just a member of the public who has had the condition you're writing about and is willing to talk and about it, it in it, detail it was, to yeah, you. Yeah, he's willing because it, it feels like it could be quite a shameful thing for some men. Some, some yeah, I mean, dropped. this happens with a lot a lot of different people and uh, and uh, conditions. So if I have to write a story about anything, like with gout, they didn't ask for a case study, but with a lot, they do, right? I said, they said, do you think you'll be able to get someone a case study for this? And I said to them, oh, yeah. I've got a fucking doozy. Oh, you had someone in mind. All right. And they were like, really? Are you sure? And I said, not only do I know someone who has this and takes testosterone supplements in the form of patches, but I happen to also know he is very keen on raising awareness about both the condition and the treatment. And they go, that's incredible. That's great. Because this was all their idea, not mine, right? Yeah. And they were like, who is it? Is it a friend or what? I said, you know Sean Ryder from the Happy Mondays? They go, yeah, okay. It's yeah. him. And he had told me about it loads. And they said, no. And I said, yeah, he'll definitely talk about it. And I could say without asking him, because I knew how passionate he was about it. Because was this when all so, his hair fell out? Uh, it, it was like a long time ago. Yeah, it, he, I think he says it's to do with his hair. But there's there was various different things, right? Fatigue... Mm. Um, uh, limp Willie. Although oh. he didn't, I must stress he didn't say that. But right. it is one of the things. Did he? That did he is, point to that area and then just do like a crooked and finger? He went. He yeah, went let's just like say I want. Twi- let's just oh. say I want twisted Eddie Wellens down there, right? <laughs> um, <coughs> no, he did. He didn't say that. I'm just talking about like the general symptoms that are common: fatigue, mm. uh, loss of um, muscle mass. Man tits, uh, your willy can be affected, hair loss, etc. So uh, he was in the studio in recording with his new band, Mantra of the Cosmos. Are you aware of this band? Yes. Is this the one he's him. done with um, Zach Starkey? Him, Ringo's Zach Starkey. Kid. Yeah. Bez, of Obviously course. Obviously Bez. And Andy Bell, formerly of both Ride and Oasis. <laughs> That's right, yeah. 
who always in all the publicity shots looks confused to be there because like <laughs> Bez and Sean and Zach Starkey are all very eccentric, colourful figures. Whereas Andy Bell strikes me as being from outside of that sort of brand of rock yeah. star. Um, but anyway, good luck to them. They're, they're actually a really good band. I'm going to go and see them live next year. If you, if you fancy it, we could go on a Top Flight Time Machine outing like we did to Sparks yeah. last oh, year. When the dates are on. I mean, he fucking hell, he works hard, Sean. He's got this new group. He's The Mondays are always Black touring. Black Grip, yeah. but again, touring. And, and he does solo. Got, have you seen the, the, the fucking spoken word tour that he's doing? Have you seen yeah. the list of the dates? It, There's about and four he goes and gets dates it, on it. In, yeah, he's just on. He's constantly on the road with one of these things yeah. at all times. Plus, he's always on the box. He does goggle box, and he always pops up on other things on like ITVX and stuff, doesn't he? Yeah. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Jalapeño. I texted him. He was in the studio mantra of the Cosmos. He said, I will definitely speak on record about this. And he called me, or I called him in his hotel the next morning at about 9am. He woke up, the call woke him up, and he immediately, almost on autopilot, launched into a long, detailed, thorough, and utterly compelling insight to the condition Brilliant. And the difference that it has made to his life since he's received treatment. Right. And uh, I was so inspired that I myself am going for a testosterone test in the new year. All right. Um, which I've also managed to turn in to an article in order to get it for free. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going for, for a full health MOT, Andy. Uh-huh. This will involve blood tests that will test, amongst other things, my... Um, testosterone levels and all the other stuff. Yeah. It will also involve an examination of my bollocks. Mm-hmm. And I've just found out because I've booked it in this morning. They said, Would you like? I was on the phone to a lovely woman who was mm-hmm. booking me in. And she said, Would you ha- have a preference for a male or female doctor? And I want to be cool 
and go, huh, doesn't matter. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because I think that's the cool thing to say. Yeah. Because I'm so relaxed. Y- you are a cool man, yeah. And I went, yeah, no problem. And then I went, uh, wait a minute. Uh, the nature of these examinations, um, testicles? And she just laughed. I went, yeah, yeah, testicle examination. I went, right. Um, and I was obviously thinking of the time at school when a female nurse examined my testicles and I passed out in front of them and you had did. a fit and pissed yeah, myself. Yeah, cough and drop, wasn't so it? Yeah. Obviously, that was prevalent in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then I said, what else? She went, well, there's prostate. And I went... But what forms that take? And there was a long pause. It was like a Mexican standoff. Yeah. Where neither of us wanted to say what we were thinking. Mm-hmm. And in the end, I thought, I have to break silence. So I just went, I literally went like this to her. Finger? Mm-hmm. And she just went, yeah, it's a finger up the bomb. There's no other way of saying it. <laughs> and I went. Sa- Sa- Sam, Sam, it's a few years ago. Yeah. I-, I had it yeah. done. I had it yeah. done. Talk me through it. It's not the worst thing that's ever happened to me. That's all I'll say. It's I was, not I, the worst. I went for the I went for the over forties health MOT thing a few years ago, yeah. and that was yeah. one of the aspects of it. And I I was yeah. on the I was on the the bed thing, and yeah. she asked me to kind of get on all fours. She right. put on a glove, like a dog, like a dog. Um, and I thought <laughs> this this feels a bit. I'm not sure what this <laughs> feels like, but but I'm a bit uh, into it. And yeah. she put put the glove on and put the mm. the lube on the glove. Whoop! And oh. it went. In it went, like it? bit of a rummage around, a couple of seconds and out again. Just a couple she of said, seconds? Yeah, yeah, she says, all good. She says, you have a fine prostate. Do you remember that story that our friend <laughs> Dave Whitehouse told us? One of the best stories of all time. Uh, when he goes, Mr. So-and-so, I cannot oh, yeah. examine your prostate today <laughs> because your anus is too filthy. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. That's that's one right from the beginning of this podcast, and it was our mate Dave, and he it was his mate. It didn't happen to him; it happened to his mate whose name I've forgotten. But who might even listen to his podcast or heard us tell it? But anyway, he he basically for anyone who didn't hear that from back in the day, it was like this is when we were still attempting to be a football podcast. But yeah. this came up, and it was impossible not to report it. Then we realised then that sometimes no future for us. Sometimes you have to move out of your area of specialism. Which in our case, of course, is Premier League football, <laughs> and 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 news is so hot, you have no choice as a journalist to report it. And this was about a guy, and he was convinced he had prostate cancer because both his brother and his father had had it. So he thought, I've fucking got it for sure. And he's yeah. gone along to the doctor, but while he's waiting through nerves, I think he's got an attack of the runs. And he's run off to the toilet and absolutely had a fucking explosion out of his ass. But there's no toilet paper there. So he has to sort of make do and mend, wipe his ass with whatever was lying around. Mm. But it's not very good. And then they call him. They say, and he can hear them outside. He's in the toilet. They can hear his name being called. So he hasn't got time to do much ass cleaning. He doesn't want to miss his name being called. So he runs out and they go, well, we were about to skip over you. And when your chance is gone, it's gone. So can you go or not? And he go, all right, fine, I'll go. And it was a German doctor. And she said, right, okay, yeah, I'll examine your prostate. Pull down your trousers. German lady so, doctor. Late German lady doctor. Brilliant. And she and he assumes the position just like you just described. Mm-hmm. And he's very conscious that there is shit all over his ass and sun down his legs. And there's a long <laughs> pause while she l- <coughs> examines this. And after a long pause, she says in that very German, straightforward, unemotional way, she goes, Mr. So-and-so, 
I cannot examine your prostate today because your anus is too filthy. <laughs> and he just went, okay, thank you very much. Pulled up his trousers and walked straight out. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'll try harder next time. And he said, uh, I said, so what's he going to do? And my mate said, well, he's obviously going to have to move Turn out of that up. area and never yeah. go back ever Changes again. Yeah. Move to a different county, perhaps country, and rebook an appointment with a different doctor. So, Actually, now I come to think of it, I don't think I was on all fours. I was lying kind of on my side, but with my knees up to my chest. Yeah, I that's, that's how, how I, it was. I, I, yeah. I once thought I had cancer of the arse before just before um, the, uh, before the prostate lamp i'd start fucking bombarding us with oh correspondence. god oh i had a prostate listen we know a lot of you would have had a prostate test they're very common and for good reason it is it is quite a prevalent issue mm-hmm. amongst middle-aged men and everyone should go and get tests and so it's good but you don't have to tell us if you've had one because the majority of you might have had one and then we'll just be inundated with people telling us what yeah. I'm saying is I will be very thorough in my morning arse, abs, what do you call it, absolutions? Ablutions. Ablutions. Yeah. My, yeah. my morning arse ablutions on that particular day will be particularly thorough. And you know what will have to come into play? My, my washing rhyme from the shower. Yeah. Oh, I've forgotten how it goes. Oh, <laughs> I might have to do a new one. First of all, you do your... That- Tum. First of all, you got my face and neck, then my armpits flipping heck. <laughs> <laughs> but while we're on that, I've just I've, I've been seeing some um, adverts because the dart is starting and, and Prostate Cancer UK is doing some stuff with the, with the yeah. darts. So if you go mm. on prostatecanceruk.org, there's mm. a 30 second test you can do online. Check your risk for prostate cancer. So I've done it, fellas. Yeah. Get that done. You know, think, take get that done. Seconds. Yeah, and then that that it might filter you out for necessarily having to have yeah, the finger up the bum. Although I do think that once you get past certain age, maybe 50, but check it out online, you probably yeah. at some stage should get the finger anyway. Yeah, the finger will not come out of your phone or laptop and go up your bum. It's just an online check well, thing. Yeah. Oh, insert, your, insert your phone up your anus. Lie on it's your side now, sir. It's ah! an app. Ah! It's not even lubed. <laughs> um, so yeah, do that. Uh, yeah. I I've only had an examination of that nature once when I thought I was I had blood. I went to the toilet toilet and there was blood uh, out of my ass and I thought, well, fucking hell, this is it. That's it. Goodbye, old Sammy. You've had a good run. <laughs> this was like I was in my twenties, right? It's well, like, you've had a good run, will. sunshine. You can always say, at least you lived to see Euro ninety six, right? <laughs> You'll always have that. Um, you've done it. You, to, you knew it wasn't going to uh, get any better. So this done, is just you have done it enough. with um, a small handful of females. So that's something. <laughs> and fair enough, you didn't always do it expertly, but you did do it. You, you got you the put, job you put done. Your best effort in. Yeah, you put your effort in, and you can you're always say when you're at the pearly gates, saying sorry, I've died young from a cancer of the ass, but I did do it with a small number of women. And I was there for Euro 96. What a summer. Now let me in. <laughs> let me it in. The... It's time. It's time <laughs> to fucking continue the afterlife. You did it with a right? small number uh, of women and you stuck around afterwards. You didn't just phone an Uber. No, yeah, I, did, I didn't do the old creeping off into a cab in the dead of night. I usually <laughs> stayed the night if appropriate, unless it was daytime, in which case I hung about for what I deemed to be a respectable amount of time. Very good. You get straight uh, in. 
so I yeah so I was I was you know like you get when you're that age especially you just say well that's it I'm dead yeah I'm gonna say my goodbyes do you know what I mean um I went to a doctor doctor said I could tell he didn't want to do it he said well it's a very quick way of establishing whether or not you have a problem uh it will involve a device uh being inserted into your bum I can either do that now or I could refer you for it to be done at the hospital by a nurse yeah. uh, as soon as possible. Who specialises in this as kind soon of as possible. Thing. He said, well, it's hard to say. And I went, to be honest, Doc, I said, this is like a mental health issue at this stage. I am fucking, I am fretting my arse off mm. right here about having arse cancer. So sooner I get this out of the way, the better. So I'm afraid you're going to have to. And he went, very kind. well. And he, he looked really fucked <laughs> off. Oh, it was like, this is all I fucking need. Right. And um, so he did it. He, but it wasn't his finger in that case. It was a sort of a, a, a machine, tube. you said. Yeah. No, it's like a, a clear tube. Right. Uh, I, I don't know what it does. Maybe it allows him to, I don't know whether he looked at whether it's like a, like a some telescope. sort of arse. Ars microscope. Uh, what's the one they use? A periscope. It's an ass periscope. What that goes yeah. up? Periscopes go up, don't they? Periscope up from like a Whoop. submarine. Right, let's have a look. No, now up there to be worried about. Although I would say lay off the sweet corn. So was it, he? He must have been on the floor then, sticking it up no, your ass. If it was I adopted. A I adopted the same position as the one you described. I don't think that's a periscope. That's a telescope. Well, it's gone a horizontal, something went horizontal up there. position. And I can tell you, when he pulled it out, I was 100% certain that I had involuntary pooed, done a poo. Because <laughs> that's what it felt like. I thought, oh, yeah. he's triggered something. Yeah. Because uh, as he pulled it out, a, I thought, oh, I've done a poo. And I went... button is that makes you shit it's up there? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. And as he took it out, I went, whoops, sorry. <laughs> And he just didn't reply. He probably thought, what's he saying sorry for? If anything, I should be the one saying sorry. We're both sorry. But anyway, the end of that story was is that sometimes that just happens. If you're if you're in your 20s and all you eat is crisps and takeaway and yeah. alcohol and drugs, then eventually it's likely that you're going to start bleeding yeah. through like basically just dehydration and ill health. Yeah. Uh, I went home and just ate loads of fucking broccoli and drank water for yeah, a few think, days and it stopped I think if you're living on a diet of Bovril and Twirls then that's yeah your ass is going to bleed it, yeah. it might bleed but it so doesn't necessarily about- mean you're going to die just drink a lot of water have some broccoli that sort of thing it'll be alright yeah right should we do some football predictions uh, yeah I mean we, we kind of have to don't really want mm. to um, Bournemouth versus Luton Bournemouth are on a bit of a run at the moment. Yeah. I'll say 2 0 Bournemouth. 2 0 Bournemouth. I would go for um, 2 1 to Bournemouth. I think one of Luton's big lads will get a goal somewhere there. Then we've got Burnley versus Everton. Sean Dyche going back to uh, the place where he made his name. Uh, that poor Everton seem to be flying at the minute. And I think they will beat Burnley 2 1. I think Everton will win that 2-0. West Ham United versus Wolves. I think it's on Sunday, is that right? Yeah, it is. Um, I will say that is going to be West Ham 3, Wolves 2. Wow, sounds exciting. Mm. Uh, I think you will win it 1-0. 
Uh, we've got Bristol City versus the still managerless Sunderland. Oh, um, I think we will get a 2-2 draw here. A Desmond, I'll yeah. say 1-0. Okay. And then Newcastle United versus Fulham. Newcastle, of course, being Ooh. result spots team. Um, Newcastle have uh, imploded, Andy. Is that giving yeah. you much pleasure? Well, a little bit, but then again, we've got them in the FA Cup in three weeks' time. Oh, so that is going to be I sensational. Is that at the Cathedral on the Hill? Nope, or it's the Stadium it of Light. The it's our place. Stadium of Light. What a great Fuck. fucking laugh that's going to be. Oh, I'm almost hell. tempted to come and come <laughs> in the Sunderland bit with you. Be fa- I love going to big derbies. I oh, love it. It'll be ridiculous. First one in like seven years or something. Jesus. Oh, it'll be so exciting. Brilliant. Do a lot of Newcastle fans come into the city centre or do they stay away and like they drink in Newcastle? They stay away. I think then days of like taking the opposition city are kind of gone now. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like with CCTV everywhere and that's not worth... That's true. You know. But sometimes they just, because those days have gone, you get fans just feeling comfortable and oh, might as well have a drink yeah. around Sunderland. But I suppose yeah, I it's so near. What's the point? It's like a home game anyway. Just stay you, just drink, you can drink in the tune and then get yeah. It's get the, the, yeah. the metro. Yeah. So uh, well, that's going to be great. I can't wait for that. Uh, but anyway, back to the game. Whose turn is it to predict? It's, it's you. Newcastle versus Fulham. Fucking Fulham are on an absolute fucking roll. They've won two games week, five nil consecutively, yeah. <coughs> and Newcastle have been playing very badly. And I think I've lost three on the trot. However. I'm going to say Newcastle 2, Fulham 1. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-0 Newcastle, I think, for this one. I think they'll they'll sort it out. Mm. OK, there we go. Um, anything else you want to add before we knock off for the weekend? Well, I've got loads more health stories to tell, and I've been meaning for a long time, but I'll tease you with it now. To right. do, uh, I, I had to write a thing about erectile dysfunction, and I learned, unless I've told you this, I learned about a willy implant that is available on the NHS. Did I tell you about this? I'm just writing it down for Monday because I don't think you did. Yeah, we don't have time now. It's very, it's a very long and detailed story. But uh, there is a willy implant available on the NHS that you are not going to believe your fucking ears when I tell you about it. Brilliant. Mate. We'll do that Monday then. That's a date. <laughs> It made me right. think, when I was writing out, it made me think, I can't believe no one, or it might exist, no one has done a Willy podcast that is just, each week, you talk to a different guest just about his Willy. Willy issues, I'm sure it is. Willy issues. There's loads of podcasts about vaginas. Is there? Because, yeah, I, I saw a talk the other day by this this a BBC, I think it was, team made a, a, a thing that won a big fucking podcasting award that was just about vagina. Because it's like, we've all got to talk about our vaginas. We've got to love our vaginas. We've got to own our vaginas. Vaginal health is very important. Yeah. We've all got to discuss it so we stop being embarrassed and we're, and we're more like, I don't know, you know, we can take ownership of our vagina, whatever, you know, that sort of all stuff. that stuff, yeah. And, I, and I'm thinking, what about willies? Yeah. Men don't talk about their willies. Undo, me and you are doing a willy podcast. New tier, IFS Willie. You're on your own there, I think. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Willie Implant NHS Monday, I've put. I remember that. <laughs> All right, thanks very much for listening, everybody, and goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.